Hey, friends, love the podcast. You guys are doing a great job, and you have been inspirational. Started my own podcast, and you guys are a big reason why. Wanted to let you know that uh, I have a camp story that I think you will love. It's about cows invading camp. So uh, give me a call. Let me know if you want me to come on and tell the story. Uh, Thanks, guys, for all you do. Peace out. Summer camp. Um, are we ready then? You don't really get your jitters out. If you, if you, you stay know? ready, you don't have to get ready. <laughs> and with that, we will go ahead and start uh, this one time at summer camp. Welcome, everybody, the greatest podcast. Um, happening in my living room right now. Um, I'm, I'm not in the living room. Well, the podcast I am. is. Oh. <laughs> I am right there. Oh, you know who else is in my living room? Who? Who's that? Our John? guest. Oh, our guest. Yeah, all the way. He traveled all the way from Wisconsin to hang out in my living room. <laughs> and it wasn't me. I'm a little upset by that. It is it's not Jeff, <laughs> but uh, our, our wonderful guest today, David Box. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much, John. The hospitality has been great. The guest bed is uh, is wonderful, so <laughs> I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he loves those pink fluffy sheets. But yes, something else was pink and fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. A pillow, you guys. What? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking the curtains. Um, so this is this one time at summer camp. Uh, I am one of your hosts, John. I've got Aaron and Jeff with me as well. Then yep. um, what? Yep. Oh, I thought you said. <laughs> Never mind. Um, I can't hear well tonight. This is gonna be great. Um, as we always do, we've got a get-to-know-you question, and mine today um, is, if you, what is your best and worst term of endearment for your significant other? Can I clarify this really quick? Yeah. Is it like your term for them or their term for you? Uh, I, wow. <laughs> Or is Why it don't like a pair? Go. Like if it's a if they go hand in hand together, like is that? <laughs> I'll I'll let you choose. Uh, oh no! Choose. Oh no! Don't. <laughs> I've. I'll 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 start obviously. Okay. Um, so I'm John. I am former program director at Luther Heights Bible Camp. I live here in the beautiful state of Idaho. It was warm today. It was 44 degrees, and it should not be. It's February. Um. But my oh, my favorite term of endearment uh, for my wife is just babe. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my favorite because it just rolls off the tongue so well. Yeah. Uh, the worst one 
for her that's come up in just random conversations and she might hate this. Um, <laughs> which is fine. Uh, I think she went to bed already. Uh, beef cheeks. <laughs> Worst one I've ever that we've ever come up with. Um, I hate beef cheeks. No, that's, that's not a terrible. good one. That's amazing. Uh, I'll go. Uh, oh gosh. Um, my name's Aaron Colwick. I am the former program director of Briarwood and Camp Stoney. Best and worst terms of endearment. Uh, I think my best is wife. I'll just call her wife. Like, hello, wife. Um, it's just kind of a fun thing that started, and it, I think people just kind of know it, know it as a thing now. Worst, man, there's a few I cannot share on here. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go the significantly. Um, I'm going to have to go with... <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I'm really struggling here on which one to use because I'll try a whole bunch out and very few of them stick. <laughs> um, just so you know, I know a good divorce lawyer if this goes horribly <laughs> wrong. Yeah, I, I do too. It's my best friend's wife, and unfortunately, I think my wife called dibs. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm going to have to go with pumpkin boobs. <laughs> she did not respond well to pumpkin boobs, especially when the oh. term, I'm, I'm keeping it PG, boobs was actually something else. And so it didn't actually, it flowed off the tongue really well. It was not received well at all. I'm going through all the other names for boobs in my head. Which one would fit in it? You know. They're all, they're all hilarious. Um, wow. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> Got it. Thanks. So... <laughs> Uh, I'm Jeff. I'm the former program director of Lutherdale Sugar Creek in Wisconsin. Um, I was trying to actually had to text my wife when you asked that, John, because we don't really use like names. Pet names. Yeah. Oftentimes, we'll like if we're picking on the one, we'll be like, "Oh, come on, Thompson," and we'll like use the last name as like we'll last you... name each yeah. other like a coach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's kind of like that. Pick up the slack, Thompson. <laughs> um, right now, it's mostly this is because we're parents and we have young children and we always refer to each other as mommy and daddy. Like oh, yeah. when we're talking to our kids, it's always like, Oh, mommy and daddy. And that's just what we call each other. Okay. So yeah, yeah. those are my answers. <laughs> I liked them. Wait, the bet your best term for her is mommy and your worst term is daddy. <laughs> no, the worst term is Thompson or Morrison, which is her maiden name. Thompson. When you maiden name her, that's when you know it's it's good. I've maiden yeah. named my wife before. Oh. Yeah, my wife maiden names me all the time. It's <laughs> it's really frustrating. Hello, friends. My name is David Box. I am the current associate director at Lutherdale Bible Camp in oh. Wisconsin, and I Ooh. also did uh, six summers at uh, Luther Hill in Lagrange, Texas. Whoa! And. Uh, just for clarification, are we allowed to swear on this podcast? No. Absolutely. All right. So I'll do a, a, my, oh, my other different keep name. PG. And yeah. So hence, <laughs> hence pumpkin boobs. Yeah, I got it. All right. Um, I don't know how I can share that one without the uh, the word, I, but we'll figure. It. I know. That's what I was saying. Okay. Um, John, 
We asked a bad what? question. No, no, no. It's good. It's good. It's good. Uh, my best one, I think, for my spouse is beautiful. Like, well, I'll just answer the phone when I know she's calling and say, hey, beautiful. Um, so I really like that one. And um, uh, maybe my worst one, or maybe the one that she doesn't appreciate, uh, when I just call her my smoking hot wife. <laughs> <laughs> and that's actually, like, what Man. comes up when she texts me. Like, uh, you oh, know, yeah. like you can title it. So, yeah. Yeah, that <clears throat> that's so funny. Nice. <laughs> I don't know why Jen doesn't enjoy that. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know either. But uh... <laughs> so you were down. You were down in Lagrange, huh? Yes, sir. Uh, Man, I, yeah. I just I just saw today that it is the twentieth anniversary for Matt Kinsvater as the executive director. Yeah, yeah, wow. he's been there. I, and and I uh, started my first summer was his first summer uh, oh, there. And okay. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Great. Congratulations, Matt. I don't know if you listen, but congratulations. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. I doubt he does. He it's doesn't listen. Him. Well, he'll listen to this episode because I will. I will drive to his house and stand outside yes. like John Cusack and play it. <laughs> on the yes. Uh, that's how we're going to get new subscribers. Say anything. <laughs> okay, so everybody's going to knock on the doors of the 10 houses directly to the left and right of theirs um, and and play this podcast for them. That We'll get, I don't know, 20 new subscribers. Sweet. And 15, and, and 15 restraining orders. Yeah. So that'll be... <laughs> Even you out. win some, you lose some, you know. That's less than I had last week, so we're doing good. <laughs> um, well, thank you, everybody, for sharing your terms of endearment um, to our significant others out there. I'm sorry that I posed that, but I also <laughs> think Day. it was fun. Happy, yeah, happy Valentine's <laughs> Day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is Valentine's Day a Tuesday? That'd be perfect. No, it's a uh, Sunday. Oh. Close enough. <laughs> All right. Um, well, yeah, we're definitely excited to have uh, David Box with us today. So, uh, David, you got a hack for us? I do. I do. And this is specific to uh, leadership staff. Uh, on a lot okay. of camps, uh, leadership staff uh, use walkie-talkies to mm -hmm. communicate with each other that if the, the property is really big or you need to communicate quickly. And uh, we communicate a lot over the walkie-talkies, right? Uh, but my hack is to have certain uh, code words uh, for times that you think you're going to need them and you won't be able to answer over the walkie-talkie. Specifically, um, taking a poop. <laughs> uh, if you are, find yourself <laughs> in the situation that you need to uh, relieve yourself and all of a sudden uh, over the walkie you hear your name and you they, they're expecting you to answer, but you need to... <laughs> You need to have a word or a phrase that you can say so that they will understand that you are indisposed and you will get back to them as soon as you can. And uh, our first summer uh, at Lutherdale, the, the code word or phrase was tying your shoe. <laughs> tying your shoe. So it would, it would okay. be uh, one of you call me over the walkie-in. Uh, hey, David, we've got a situation over here. You copy? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm I'm tying my shoe right now. I uh, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. And it actually came really in handy because um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of something witty to say after it. I'm like, 
Me too. I'm just that. excited. No, no, no. <laughs> so it, it actually came really in handy because once we were uh, we were doing the dance on on the last night uh, of uh, of camp, and one of my staff came up to me and uh, and let me know that um, someone had tied their shoes in the shower of the boys' bathroom. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Excellent. So the camp hack is uh, find a code word that you can say over the walkie uh, when you when you're in a in a certain way. Are you tying oh. your left shoe or right shoe? Both. <laughs> oh. I- don't want to know that anatomy. Definitely code for something. Uh, just to add on to it, if you always are like notorious for wearing chacos, don't use tying your shoes. Because oh. the kids will pick that up like right away. Be like, I've never seen that person in shoes. They're always in chacos. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get called out real fast. Just strapping them on. Wait. <laughs> PG podcast. Um, yeah, great hack. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still just. <laughs> How you doing, John? Thinking, because I'm I'm also thinking of both somebody relieving themselves in the bathroom, but also like actually tying their shoe in the shower. Like that's a ridiculous place to tie a shoe. But I'm sure anybody would just accept that. Like, oh yeah, John's tying his shoe in the shower. We'll 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 hear from him in a minute. <laughs> Oh, all right. So I also think that you've got a story for us. I do, I do. So uh, this one time at summer camp, I was the uh, activity director um, down at the uh, camp in Texas, which shall remain nameless for this story. And um, and part of my (laughs) job... So part of my job was... um, that summer we had uh, we had this this thing called out camp and it was an opportunity for the campers to uh, go out and sleep under the stars or in a tent or in this like weird screened in porch thing that we called the birdcage. Um, but one night uh, throughout the week, each each cabin, each village could go down there and, and spend the night. And this summer in particular, we wanted to bump up that experience a little bit. So. We decided that uh, we would add uh, cooking breakfast over the uh, over the fire as part of that experience. So awesome, awesome. really cool, and um, and so it was my job as activities uh, coordinator uh, when someone was camping out um, to get up early, go to the kitchen, grab all the stuff, you know, the sausages, the French <laughs> toast sticks, whatever we were going to be cooking that particular day. Oh, what a uh, a callback. And bring them, uh, bring the stuff down to to out camp, get the fire going, and help them get breakfast going. So um, it's about middle of the summer. We've done this a few times. And so I get up and I grab the golf cart and head down to the kitchen. I grab everything and I'm driving down the the road. um, And to my immediate right is a, a big open field where we would play soccer and capture the flag and all those fun things. And it's early. And it's uh, it's foggy, right? And I look over, and I look back, and I go, man, well, there's some big deer uh, out in the field. And then I look again, and I realize those are not deer. Those are cattle <laughs> that had invaded our camp property 
Ooh. And we're now standing in the middle of the field, in the middle of camp. And that's where I'm going to stop the story. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, I mean, get your expert opinions on uh, what would you do um, going forward. I mean, okay. I feel like, uh, I mean, it's kind of obvious. I assume this is what you did. I mean, you're... You're down in the heart of Texas down there, and I assume you just told all the campers uh, to... Texas. Yeah, uh, you, I assume you said, okay, guys, uh, grab your camp camp rifles. And <laughs> camp rifles. We're, 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 standard we're, issue. If, standard if issue, If the kids yes. didn't bring one, we would provide one. Yeah, it's kind of uh, like, uh, grab your water bottles, grab your guns, let's do this. <laughs> and you would go Stay over hydrated. and... Um, Essentially, you provide the meal for the camp that day, right? And it's you know who can get the best shot. You make it a game, right? Um, can where where did everybody shoot? You go over there, and afterwards you're like, oh, looks like Mikey got the best shot. He gets first dibs on what cut he gets. <laughs> and um, you know, but the the kitchen's gonna be real happy about you know the new influx of meat that they're getting. And if you've got too much, you got um, you can't store it all in like your you know camp fridge or freezers or whatever. Seems like you get to send some and wrap it up in that butcher paper, send it with the kids as a cool little souvenir. And uh, what parent wouldn't be happy with, you know, kid coming home with some uh, beef ribs or, you know, some, you know, some good, good cuts of meat. I think they'd be pretty happy. I, I just assume that's what you did. That is the most Texas answer. I, think <laughs> I actually heard a little bit of a Texan accent, like sneaking in there as you were talking. I think oh, but, so nope, it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> when you start talking about grilling, you just have yep. to. Throw it on the smoker, <laughs> and then you're ha- you're good, man. You're good. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try my best at a serious answer for once. Um, you sing. <laughs> for, for me. For oh, me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, I mean, do you know, or hopefully you might know the people close by that have cattle? And I would assume you start making some phone calls and saying, hey, I think we've got some of your campers over at our camp. <laughs> um we would be happy to invite them to worship, but they, they don't seem to be hurting in the right direction. Um, so I think calling around, finding out whose cows those are. And then, oh, it's foggy, though. <laughs> that has nothing to do with it, so I'm going <laughs> to leave that out. Telephones <laughs> are out. The fog has impeded all forms of communication. <laughs> They're rabid cows. Um, yeah, so get a hold of whoever might have cattle around and see if you can get them to come down and remove the problem or, uh, again, invite them to worship and, uh, you know, thank God for the wonderful animals. That was the best serious answer I could give. That was awesome. Good and it still involved inviting cows to worship. <laughs> Nice. I like it. Um, I just, I want to clarify this really quick. So this was, you were bringing the food to your out camp. So like kids weren't up yet. This is still early morning, right? Yeah. Early morning, six 30 or so, um, in the morning. So no campers are moving around camp uh, yet. Was it two cows or was it a few cows? Like, did you say how many it was? Uh, more than a few, less than several, 
Okay, <laughs> that works. Six, six, so, six to eight. Um, so like what? Feedlot. Before I give my answer, there's a game. I don't know if you all play it <gasps> from, but in Wisconsin, it's called My Cow. Yes. I think where you're driving and you like see cows and you go my cow and it's a stupid game and I don't enjoy it, but it passes the time while driving in Wisconsin and Iowa and Minnesota. At least. Literally. Hold on. Stop. So you literally are just driving. And when you see cows, you yell my cow. Yep. And then you count how many cows you have. So like if you see one pasture of cows, it's one. And then when you see a cemetery, the first one to call out goes, all your cows are dead. And everyone else goes down to zero cows. You yeah, the, yeah, you're you trying to collect cows, cows by the time you're the drive. Yeah. So it's... so you call dibs on these cattle, and then and then it, you're also looking for uh, cemeteries so that you can kill everyone else's cows. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and whoever has the most cows at the end of the drive uh, wins. And do you play with the church? Uh, I don't play with the church. So <laughs> the variant that we play uh, with our family is if you see a church, you can say my cows are saved. And then that banks Ooh. all the cows that you've collected to that point. That's a good I am so twist. playing this. That's another I can't hack. believe I've never as a Texan, I can't believe I've never heard <laughs> this. And it's going to be like the most dangerous game because it's going to be um, every like 30 seconds. My cow! That's how it is through a lot of Wisconsin well, and Iowa. All you see in Wisconsin are cows, and churches, and cemeteries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, so so here in Idaho, we've got uh, another version of that, but it's I called. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be able to count that high. Um, <laughs> and they're all our potatoes. Um, <laughs> it's called we 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 play hay cow. Hey cow! So you yell out the window, "Hey cow!" and you count how many of those cows look at you. <laughs> those those are your cows. Those are the numbers. How many cows can you get to actually look at you? Awesome! I'm gonna play and, that instead. That sounds like more fun. Yeah. Hey cow! <laughs> this is um, like in the window. <laughs> hey cow! Like screaming at the top of their lungs. That's amazing. And sometimes cows will look at you. Nice. All right. Well, oh. so back to my answer to this uh, <laughs> long-winded uh, tangent here. I would essentially well, I uh, tell the kids, I would go back to the campsite, find all the kids, wake them up, and be like, hey, really quiet. Like, we're going to play a game called My Cow. And what we're going to do is there's some cows, cattle, whatever, in this field, and we're going to sneak through, and whichever cabin collects the most cows will win. So they have to like go all stealthy through the fog into the field, and they're trying to collect the cows. So they're actually like playing my cow instead of just like driving and seeing them, and then they're Ooh. just gonna collect them. That's all I got. Take them home. What do you do with after you collect them? Game. You make a game out of stuff at camp. You turn in a bad situation. You make in the fun game. So that's what I'm doing. Awesome. I love that. Part of Jeff's answer was, uh, <laughs> you told me to think about that right. far ahead. I just like, what would I do immediately? Yeah. Literally, your idea would have worked great, and then you would have had the cows, and then the kids would say, "Now what?" And you're like, "Huh, huh? That's that's a, that's that a time, good point." The executive director's the there, PBR. and they're probably solving it, and then it's all good. Yeah. Um, then, all right. What? <laughs> Did you do? So here's here's what happened. Uh, so I, I completed 
I completed my route to uh, to out camp, dropped off the food, uh, woke up the counselors and said, hey, I've, I've got a situation uh, out in the field. There's some cows. And so here's the food. You guys get the fire started. I'll be back to help you when I when I'm able to. And then I get back in the golf cart and I drive up to uh, one of the houses that that's on property. And uh, the executive director who was there at the time, uh, we'll call him Mr. Logan. Um, <laughs> Mr. Logan was living on site because he had just started and hadn't bought a house yet. And uh, something you need to know about Mr. Logan, he, for that su- summer, he was really into pranks because that pranks were part <laughs> of his um, camp experience oh, in the past. Not now, not pranks with campers. That was not yeah. allowed. Like you didn't want, but you could prank staff with each other. Like so, uh, uh, an example is uh, we took about a thousand balloons and blew them up at the shop with the air compressor, and then shoved them into Mr. Logan's bathroom, <laughs> like filled it to the ceiling, <laughs> oh my gosh. and then oh, left a note great. on the door that said, "One of these is full of shaving cream. Good luck." Uh-huh. <laughs> So those are the kind of silly pranks that we were doing that summer. So I uh, I get to Mr. Logan's house and I knock on the door again. It's six thirty in the morning, and I say, uh, "Mr. Logan, we've got some cows in Lower Field." And he looks at me and he says, "Box, that's not a good prank." And he goes to shut the door. <laughs> I was like, "No, no, 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 you're right. That's not a good prank. I'm not being I'm not being silly. We we have cows in Lower Field." So uh, he gets in the golf cart and we drive down and kind of out into the field and uh, we don't know what we're going to do. And, and at this point, Mr. Logan gets out of the golf cart and he's talking to the cows and he's saying, go home, cow. This is not your property. Shoe cow. Thank you. <laughs> like saying shoe cow was going to um they were just gonna go oh you're right i'm, I'm lost i'm sorry excuse me i'll head back home um and then that doesn't work and i think he had picked one of the male cows one of the bulls to go up and wave his arms frantically in front Ooh. of and oh. it kind of did that like turn thing aaron you know what i'm talking about where they oh look, yeah yeah they lower your head just the yep. head just a little bit and it's very menacing um and so he comes back to the golf cart uh <laughs> And then the cows start to kind of meander and, and we're hurting is the wrong word because we're not pushing them in any specific direction. We have, no, we have no control over where they're going. So we're following these cows. You have become one cattle. with the herd. Just, yes, yes, yes. We're, we're, uh, but we're the, the scraggly one on the, like we're staying far back, but we're just like, what are we going to do? We have to figure this out. And no one thought to call anyone or try to figure out whose cows these belong to. We were just trying to, I guess the idea was to just know where the cows were mm-hmm. so that if they uh, got near some cabins, we could, I don't know, do something about that. Anyway, so as we're following these cows, suddenly from down the hill, out of the mist, like angels descending, come four cowboys on ATVs with oh. cowboy hats and oh, they yeah. they come in and they do their their yeah cow <laughs> and they push these cows they herd them back to their property because they they knew the cows were missing because they're cowboys and I think they just have a sixth sense about that but uh but they so they herd the cows off property before anyone wakes up 
And it was like it never happened. It was brilliant. It was a wonderful one. That's that is awesome. I love that ending so much. <laughs> oh my god! Another cowboy saves the day. Yeah, absolutely. So that's basically that was... right. I, I mean, that's what I'm. <laughs> if you don't think those cowboys didn't have guns, you haven't been to Texas. <laughs> I think if the situation had gotten out of hand, I think they would have been able to handle it. But uh, <laughs> it was definitely the talk around the breakfast tables amongst Ooh. the staff. Of, Did you hear what happened? There was some cows on property. And then Mr. Logan said, Shoo, cow. Little did he know that he was doing the cowboy summoning dance. That was uh, awesome. <laughs> what, what a tale. Oh. Well, thank you so much, David, for that story. Um, <laughs> oh, hey, do you want to go ahead and plug your podcast right now? Oh, I think this would be a good yeah. spot for it. Yeah. Thanks so much for asking, John. That's really sweet of you. I um, Yeah, uh, so my uh, buddy and I do a uh, podcast about... Uh, the show House MD. If you remember House MD, it was on Fox back uh, in the early 2000s. Um, and uh, we both really liked the show. And so we uh, invite our podcast listeners to watch along with us. And each week we review a different episode with uh, different categories like, hey, where do I know that person from? And uh, what's the Viking count? And uh, that kind of thing. And it's a lot of fun. We're about... Uh, if you know about the show, that's hilarious. Um, and uh, yeah, we're we're eleven episodes in, and so we'd Ooh. love to have folks uh, join us. The podcast is called Might Be Lupus, uh, a House Rewatch podcast, and you can find it on iTunes and Google Podcast and all of those different podcasty places. Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, uh, and follow us on Twitter at Might Be Lupus Pod. Might be lupus pod. Might be lupus. Uh, oh, dude, y'all's y'all's cover art is awesome. Oh, thanks. Uh, my buddy, the the other guy who does the podcast, he's also another camp staff. Uh, so he and I worked together at uh, camp for years and went to college together. Uh, but yeah, he he created that uh, our our logo. So man, he definitely didn't make that in Microsoft Paint like I did. <laughs> <laughs> In our defense, ours is supposed to look like a kid drew at a camp. So, and that is my artistic skills. So we're good. <laughs> That's what we wanted. <laughs> and I lied. It's not Microsoft Paint. I definitely just drew that on my iPad with their like Photoshop app. But it definitely looks like Microsoft Paint. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, speaking of art, I did. I listened to last week's episode, and uh, and and the uh, the question, the what kind oh, of yeah. art are you? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have gotten really into uh, glass blowing. Not actually doing the glass blowing. Oh, I was like, wow. Not artistic. <laughs> no, uh, but just watching it. Like, I fall down these rabbit holes on YouTube of oh, watching yeah. people oh, uh, blow glass. And uh, and it, it's just amazing. I was watching this one guy, and he had this big thing. And then he's, like, creating the hole. And then all of a sudden, they pull it out of the oven, and they spin it really quick, and it flattens out, and it becomes a platter. And I was, it was just oh, mesmerizing. <laughs> so that's, that's my art that I would be. 
Oh exactly. wow! Nice. It's, because it's awesome. be, because this is our how our podcast goes to digress even more. When my <laughs> wife and I were on our honeymoon, we were we went to Europe and we went to Venice, um, and we saw some of their like the Venetian glass blowing stuff. And this guy, who's been doing this for like his whole life, right? And he is talking to us and doing this glass blowing thing, and we can't figure out what he's making. It's like twirling and everything. And after like ten minutes. He makes this incredibly intricate-looking chandelier that is just gorgeous. And you're just like, holy Moses. He goes, yep. So that's about 10 minutes' work. This one's terrible, though. And he smashes it into the fire. <laughs> and all of us are just like, what just? What did you? He's like, no, that one's terrible. Don't worry about that. No. <laughs> I would have bought that for like five bucks. That's li- like, I was just like, I would have bought that. He's like, that is not worthy of buying. <laughs> It's, and it's it's intriguing because they have to constantly spin the glass, so you really oh. don't see what it is. It's hard to like pick out what it is until it like materializes. Awesome. Awesome. They've got to have amazing foresight. Like, yeah. oh wow! Well, and the way they blow it is insane. They like blow a little like boom, and then they put their thumb over the pipe to like hold the air in. But you can't like sit there like going like blowing up a balloon because of the heat and everything coming out. Mm-hmm. Nuts. Mm-hmm. I was watching this stuff, and it, it would be amazing if they created it in, like, plaster or clay, something you can actually mm-hmm. touch. But they're dealing with something that's a 1,000 degrees hot yeah. while oh. they're making all this. It's absolutely fantastic. Do yourself a favor, uh, YouTube glass-blowing demonstration, and, and just waste 45 minutes. You'll you'll be a happier person. And that's what this podcast is about. Yeah, it's like listening to this podcast, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. just, just, <laughs> just take some time. And uh, listen to it, and you'll be a happier person at the end. Did you say wasting you know. time? Like, this podcast is wasting time? That's what I just heard. No, no I Jeff, said Jeff, your person. He's, he's not wrong. I mean, <laughs> so I think what we've done in this podcast today is give it, we've given you a good Saturday. Like, wake up in the morning, uh, go do a cowboy summoning dance. Get some cowboys in on some ATVs. When you're done with that, you're gonna go onto YouTube. You're gonna watch some glass blowing. Don't forget then, to invite. Don't forget to invite your significant other to see all. Hey, pumpkin boobs, come on over. <laughs> don't forget about that. And then uh, when you are just like, you know what, I want to watch some TV, but you're like, yeah, I don't want to hurt my eyes. You're gonna jump on over to the podcast. Um, it might be lupus, right? <laughs> That was a that and was uh, you're you're gonna listen to some great recap about uh, a wonderful show, and then when you're all done with that, and you want to think about your time out in the wild, you're gonna listen to this one time at summer camp. Um, but hey, if you've got other things that you want to do on that Saturday, like give us a call. Oh, what oh. are they gonna call us at, Aaron? They are going to call 262-885-1551. And if they want to send us a crazy good glass-blowing YouTube video uh, over email, how are they going to do that, Jeff? You would email this number one time at summercamp at gmail.com. <laughs> thank you both. And a great big thank you to David Box for yeah. joining us today. Yeah. Absolutely uh, my pleasure, gentlemen. I think you've only gotten name dropped like four or five times on this, so it's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is Well, 
Definitely. Thank you, everybody, for watching, and we will see you next time at this one time at summer camp. Not watching, listening. See ya. <laughs> Peace. Hey, got one camper with honey. <laughs> <laughs>